Hey, this is Liberty DeVito, and you're listening to the Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another exciting edition of Fab Four Free For All, the weekly all-talk Beatles and related radio show on the internet. They know us already. I know they do. We hope they know us. We're beginning the second part of an episode, and I will be moderating once again for this portion. Ooh. I'm Tony Chigorno, and yeah. joining me, as always, are the guy who said yay over there, Mr. Yay, me, Mr. Rob Leonard, yay! And the evil man who said boo, boo to my right, Mitch Axelrod. Boo yay, me! Boo, bitch! <laughs> and we are beginning part two of an episode that looks at uh, an album that was released in 1976. End it, of 76, just in time for, for the Christmas rush. Christmas surprise, rush. surprise. 10 December. Yep. Actually, 10 December. it might be a little too late, actually, for the Christmas Not really. Uh, not really, man. I, it took off considering it did 4 million units. Did okay. Especially for a three record set? Yeah. I feel like we're talking about the KTEL thing. You get <laughs> it's a, a three, three record, record set. <laughs> 100 great songs by Paul McCartney. That's right. 100 great songs by Paul McCartney. 100, 100, 100. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get Masters of War. And. <laughs> Pleasant Valley Sunday. And this is the <laughs> Figure of eight. This, <laughs> the first of the year on the blue. You get low. Who the hell picks that? Why do you pick wow. Bip Bop at least? The know? loop and the loop Krina Crory Bip Bop medley that never happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Songs left off wings over. Would that, would that be just killer if he came wow. out now and started going Bip Bop, Bip Bop Bop? We'd all be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know where Bip Bop works? You know where Bip Bop works? <laughs> In the toilet. No, no, no. And why he why it was recorded and it's on Wings Over the World. It's him and Linda and the kids. Good for him. Right. That's where it works. <laughs> no, it's true. That's where it's it works. True, yeah. Yeah. If he came out that Mary had a little lamb. Hey, that was a hit. <laughs> Mary, oh, Mary had a little lamb. That was a hit. I was I know it was. Don't find it. We gotta keep going. But I would just all of a sudden he comes out instead of eight days a week, ready? And he goes, Yeah, Bomagani, yeah. Boom, Mary had <laughs> Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. You open and up this show Mary when Mary had a little lamb. Boom. Number 28. <laughs> into, eight days, into eight days a week. Into, In into June of 72, pop. number 28 on wow. the Billboard chart. And then this, right. this is your crown. Songs left off of Wings Over America include Mary Had a Little Lamb, but we are looking at, wow, disc Mary two of Wings Over America. It was disc two on the original release. It is still disc two. In the newly remastered as of 2013 edition, that's the one we're looking at. We've had the pleasure of hearing the new remaster, and we like it quite a lot. A lot, yeah. And um, we've already looked at disc one. We last left our hero at the end of his acoustic set. (laughs) He was doing yesterday. Good good kind of segue. And um, we are now going into um, something that's a little corny, but it's not simple to pull off. Paul comes out of the acoustic set. The horn section has done a, a bit of work on yesterday, so we'll still kind of give the love to the horn section in this next one. We go into an album track from only a year and a half or so ago. Uh, you gave me the answer. His tribute to Fred Astaire. His tribute to Fred Astaire. Not a simple tune to pull off, and that's why I can appreciate and give him the props for doing this at the show. Not an easy song for the horn section. It's a nice workout. It's a track from a major album, and people would still dig it. I, so, you want to know, you know something? I, I like it. I, I do really too. do. But I, I like it. I find it interesting, though, for the choice. I do, too. Yes, I, and here, here's where I think maybe after yesterday, can you imagine if he starts off the next piece of Wings rock stuff with Uncle Albert? Just hear me out. Mm. People, you know, we're so sorry. People are now thinking it's acoustic. You get into the and at the end, and then then you kick back in, and now you can start all the, or he starts off with Smile Away. Oh, my God. I mean, he was doing a whole bunch of stuff. True. I mean, he could have easily pulled that off, and it would have been a rock song. Can I make a suggestion of another hit that was missing? Just... Because, you know, 
Talk about like something that, and you know, he wasn't thinking this hard. No, no. But can you imagine taking a dig at John? No. On no. this and Not coming out point. of yesterday and doing another day? No. <laughs> no. That would have been funny. It would have been funny, but he, I don't, at this point, Oh, I know. At the this the point, bad the, blood was, was gone. Was gone. But it's kind of fun to think about, just for just for shits that's a, and giggles. That's, from to that, been like, that's a, a good thing yeah. for us DJs, you know. Play yeah, yesterday, yes, they right into day. another day, you know, and then play "How Do You Sleep" yeah. to finish off the set. Well, we said, um, that, yeah, for live now, we should do "How Do You Sleep" as a joke. But I think this is a very interesting choice. I think he did it because we, he's in America. Did mm-hmm. he do it on the on the European? Because I'm not sure he did it on the European. Because I think again, it was distributed to Fred Astaire. American. Talk about songs that would have fit right between these two or right after this. If you want to stay in the Beatle vein, yeah. you want to go to either Honey yeah, he Pie did or it Martha, my dear. He did it. What's that? He did Another. this in Europe. He gave me the answer. Yeah. But can you see him sticking in either Honey Pie or, or think, Martha, my dear or something like that? I think like he should have done Honey Pie. Honey, Honey Pie, Pie probably would have been. Uh, with this. With this. Yeah. You gave me the yeah. answer. Because he's with the Wyong vein in here. Yeah. Right. Almost segue right into it. I could. That you would know, have been. You are making me crazy. No, no, no. Won't you please come home? You gave me the answer. You know, tease What's honey that pie. Redbone coming in here. What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah, answer <laughs> to love eternally. <laughs> oh my baby. baby. No, I think I think you could have. I think the huma huma. All right. I really. I think you gave me the answer is a very interesting choice. And yeah, I mean it is, but it's also. Off the current album, or almost current album. Can I say one thing? At this point, he has everybody wrapped around his finger. It didn't matter what he did after yesterday. He could have read poetry. It was still Paul McCartney. He could have read poetry at this point. As the next song after yesterday. (laughs) Those of you who remember Ernie Kovacs (laughs) pull out the Percy Dove tonsils glasses. Wow, come on. I'd like to read a poem (laughs) now. After this, you're still staying with Venus and Mars, which is all right for tonight. And um, you go into, I said, Last Left Our Hero, Magneto and Titanium Man. Again, a very interesting choice. Interesting choice. A little weird to go into this. But it works so well. It works really well. It's all about the interplay, the synth, the guitars, the drums. In my opinion, this smokes the studio version. Definitely. Way smokes Smokes the studio studio version. version. I mean, Jimmy McCulloch. That's exactly oh it. Oh, my God. We're, I mean, everything. He Jimmy's just goes off. Jimmy's solo's tremendous. I still don't know what the hell this song means. About a comic book. I character. know. Yeah, it is about comic book, yeah, but it's still... Yeah, I know. Bizarre. It still has nothing um, to do with anything, but the, it doesn't matter. The ending is a little soft. A, again, a little bit of a denouement. But that's the way it, it ends. Falls off. It, it does, cool. but it kind of falls off at the end, live. Yeah, it end kinda, live. It's all right, yeah. live like that. You know, it's, it's a good chance to bring the spotlight down, and, and all of a sudden... It, you see him, and then the spotlight goes to black. You were the love. Yeah. Boom, done. And, and then, then you and go then to he... Danny again. Um, but this was My only, favorite song on the album, sorry. Is it? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was only recorded in Los Angeles, the three shows in Los Angeles. What? Go now. Really? Oh, really? You didn't do so. it at all anywhere else? Interesting. I'm, I'm going to be know. honest. This is my favorite cut on the whole album. Really? Yes. You know why? Because it smokes the moody blues out of the oh, water. See, no, I'm I don't sorry. I feel that. I do. I love Denny the is, piano I know, work on but the Denny moody is version. So emotive on totally. vocally here. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, Paul and Linda's background vocals where they're obviously having fun. Yes. Is so yes. so good. It really yeah. is good. It makes it a wing song. The only thing about it is I really, really, really enjoy it. But it doesn't like kick my ass until the guitar solo cu- kicks in. Yeah, and but the guitar solo is only like he gives him like four bars. You I know, know. I know he's keeping it faithful to the original with the piano. And I know you'd have to rearrange it a little bit. But Jimmy's starting to just you're like oh I know. oh 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 oh, and we're back. No, you know. but you know what I love about this? The horns where it goes. Da, 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 da. Yes. I mean, yeah. oh my lord, it yeah. just blows your mind. The and only, it's up in the mix. And the only thing that's a little weird when it comes to mixing, which I could have done without, is at one point there's a yeah, yeah, yeah scream from Paul. I don't think that's him. I think it's Denny. Is it Denny? It's distracting. It's a little weird. I think it's Denny going, the, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little it's a little I think of, he's just in the in the moment. I, in the moment. By the way, I, I, I agree. I think the wings version. Kicks the booty blues. Do you, I, I just see, like I it. Love the yeah. I love the jazzy moody blues take on it. 
But I love this one too. He, I mean, so. I think it was, and you need to give this nod to Denny because Denny, this is Denny. This is Denny's baby. Yeah, this was Even Denny's he didn't yesterday. Write it. You know, but this he is, didn't write it. No, but but as but far as it he's goes, known for it. He's, uh, this is what he's known for it. According to Madden Easter's book, Go Now it was only done in L.A. Okay, that's very odd. I'm I'm glad though. That's true I because too. I guess it's true. I don't really remember it from the bootlegs. That's a yeah. really good point. Yeah. Aside from Wings from the Wings, yeah. I don't really remember it a lot so, from the boots. To me, it, why wasn't it part of the rest of the tour? That's the question. You know, it's Denny Lane's only hit because Denny's, the reason he left the Moody Blues because Denny's mum was in the audience in LA. <laughs> Maybe we'd like to do a very special song for a lady in the audience. Barry's mum. Denny's, Denny's mum. Anyway, <laughs> go down, um, Denny. So. I love that song. And this is one where the the audience is still cheering when he sings. Hey, we already said, you know, yeah. we, we've already yeah. said. I mean, it's weird. It's a, it, but it's great. Yeah, huh. it's cool. I agree. I think he befuddles the audience a little bit because I do think that there was just like Richard Corey. I hate to say, but when he sings in it, the hindsight, nuts. the audience does. I don't know whether or not that's sweetening. Maybe because I do think that at that time a Paul McCartney Beatle audience. That was a conceivable I'm sorry. pee break. You're, you're gonna no. You're gonna no go now. You know that. If you're that, a oh, Beatle fan, yeah. if you're a Beatle because, fan with Mersey songs, you, you're yeah, gonna no go we now. Keep, we keep going back to this fact that we always say this: that oldies radio wasn't prevalent yet. It in doesn't matter if you if you were a Beatle fan, a first which gen meant Beatle you might have still oh, heard "Go gen. Now" as a like a Goldie Oldie on a top forty station. Well, but I if guess. you're a first gen Beatle fan, you know "Go Now." Yeah, I think if you're a okay. second gen, yeah, you're right. I think not at that point. So it's interesting so. that the Moody Blues, after Denny left, becomes this whole other band. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Totally. Yeah. Well, they became from blues to Prague. Yeah. 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 Seriously, right. You come out of this to- And in my favorite- To an, another a Paul monster hit single. And again, here he is doing a really wonderful and sincere vocal, again, being inspired by the fact that the inspiration for the song is right on the him. stage with him, behind him. Yeah. Can I just and say one thing? And that's my love. I and will say this. I've said it off mic. I'm going to say it again. Abe, if you're listening, because I know you are, please take a listen to my love on Wings Over America, because that's the way a drummer should be drumming to my love. Ouch. I'm sorry. I, know, I love I Abe. I, I love think Abe. Abe is great. Yeah. Abe is one of the best things to ever happen to Paul because vocally and uh, drumming-wise, he's good. He's, he's really good. good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, when I say good, I mean really good. But when he plays My Love with him now, he overplays. Joe English does not overplay. He no, hits and, and it Danny at the Sowell right. And Denny didn't overplay it either. No, so. he didn't. But he's so good and the... Drums are up in the mix in this. Yes, they are. But not overpowering. No. They complement it. And the horns, we've said it. The ho- this is another instant where the horns, I think, play better than the strings. And honestly, I think if they would pick a single from the remaster, it would be this. Yeah, you may be right, actually. I mean, because there's not going to be any radio play no matter no, what. No, no. And maybe for adult contemporary or something. I think maybe if they picked a single, just like they did maybe I'm Amazed in 77, yeah. My Love Remastered is Kick. It's just kick butt. The only thing that's a little odd for me, and, and I totally understand why because of the significance of it as a trademark piece, I find it a little interesting how faithful Jimmy had to stick to what had been an improvised guitar solo by yeah, Henry but, it, but improvised then, classic, but classic now. classic now. Right. And even then, two, it was three classic. years later, it was already classic. It was in, I know. ingrained. Yeah. When you I heard know. My Love, I mean, I could do... I mean, you knew it. Yeah. You could do it within your sleep. So you know what? He was being faithful to what it was. You have to. Mm. On certain songs, you have to be faithful. Yeah. This is one of them. Though, the, like I said, the horn arrangement, I think, works very well. Nicely. In nice. the live thing where nowadays you hear the synthesizer with the phony strings or you hear Wicks covering it up and doing a nice job, by the way. Great job, yeah. But, you know. It, it doesn't have the same feel. You, no, you forget just... when you haven't listened to this record all the way through how his live show has changed over the years. Just in the way the band plays, and you know the, mm. there is no horns anymore, and you have a drummer who can sing great harmonies, but sometimes bangs away at the wrong yet. time. So, and to be fair, Joe English does harmonies on this album too. Right. Yeah, but right, Joe but not up in the mix. Not up as much as the mic. No, not, Abe is Abe yeah, is his Abe. Linda. Yeah, Abe is actually Paul, because there's a lot of songs. Well, Hamish Paul used to be Paul. Right, and now, and now Abe is Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And I am the walrus. Anyway, um, <laughs> next next track, we go to another. This is kind of like, I don't know, I guess you'd call this, 
the big hit single section of the show. Yeah. Denny got his. Paul gets his three in a row. Listen what the man said comes next. Listen to what the man said. Listen to what the man said. <laughs> he said, listen what the man said. I know, but listen what the man... He doesn't say, listen to what the man said. You know, there's no two in Paul's vocal. Not here. I know it's in the title. It listen is in what the single. The man, listen to what the... Yeah, but it's listen to what the... Listen, listen, all right, what are you saying? Listen listen listen, what the man. Just let's keep going with the song. All right, you know, it's a song. Listen to what the man Mandalena, said. My love. Nice. Great energy in this version. It's a lot more peppy than the studio take. This um, is one of the few live songs from this album where I think the studio version plays a lot better. Me too. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Just by the way, it opens. Kind of weak. Because if you I'm notice, be honest, if you I don't notice, he, he goes, he's like going back and forth with the piano, do, 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 and then and then all of a sudden it kicks in. Where on the studio version, it just sort of. Starts off do 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 do. Right, right, right. But isn't the so. studio version of Alan Toussaint on piano? Tom Scott's on. The Not one of my favorite songs. Mine either. But you know why he had to do it at that point? Yeah, was big the, big hit. Yeah, it was the big hit. Section. Well, this Huge is the hit, hit section. You're right. It definitely is. Followed up by basically the current, most current of the hit singles, or which one of I the, hate. But yeah. I, I, yeah, I just I don't like the song at all. I think it's a mindless piece of. Pfft. Yeah. But it went to number one. And in 76, we understand why it went to number one. Yeah, of course. But also, he cuts it off uh, by a, like a minute. Yes. Good. Which, yeah, he does which cut helps it down. the song tremendously. Yeah. He's doing well, really what he's doing, honestly, Rob, is he's doing the radio edit. Right, right. Because it's a little too long on the album. Yeah, yeah which Man. he sometimes doesn't know how to end a song. I think it's very. And, but when he gets to the live party, he always knows when to trim it. Yeah. But I think it's also very conscious. I think he's actually doing the radio edit. I think yeah. He knows the single was edited. Yeah, I'm he sure. knows yeah. that's what everybody knows is the single. You know, let's do the yeah. single version. The one thing I will say about this song, the opening of the bells mm-hmm. is iconic. Totally. Now. Yeah. And when you hear it live, and especially since it was the latest single, the crowd goes nuts. Yeah. Because you hear yeah. bing, bing, bing. And you, yeah. you know what? As much as I don't like the song, it's I fun. totally got that he did it. The moment. He had. I get a kick out of the fact that he actually does the do me a flavor. Yep. And that's kind of funny. Yeah. Fine. It's, I... it's missing. The song kind of falls a little bit flat during like what's going to be that first horn break. <sighs> Live, this track particularly needs something of a remix to beef it up. Maybe I, the vocal. Or... Yeah, I, there's I, like I, interjections I, from Denny. To me, this is another one of the tunes on the set the that- Maybe the snare has to be higher up. Yes, the snare needs to be higher up. And who the hell manages to get a happy birthday shout out on a freaking Paul McCartney record at the end of this? Who is Marika no, and why? No, I did No. Oh, stop it. What does he say? He says, happy birthday, America. Denny Lane does. Oh, oh my God. I played it three times and I didn't get America Denny out Lane of that. Denny Lane says, happy birthday, America. Because it's the bicentennial. Right. I've got to tell you, I played this. I thought you were joking by no, saying Marika. No, I really was not. I played it three times last night, and I'm going, who Marika. the hell is Marika? Denny, Denny Lane says, says, happy birthday, America. I thought he said, happy birthday to Marika. I was like, oh. who is Marika? Bur- I didn't stop to uh, think. Via Birmingham. Bur- Birmingham, England. By a Birmingham accent. Honest to God, I really, I was not that, placing it in the year, in the bicentennial year. It is, that's why he yeah. uses the drum. He's using the snare drum. and he's it's got, America's oh, birthday. Oh, that's true. It's fife and drum on right. that. It's, I totally. Right. Wow. Talk Thank about Don't like, you remember no. the bicentennial minutes, Tony? I totally do. I absolutely. This I'm, is a bicentennial <laughs> minute. Um, <laughs> sorry. For, you, for those of you out of America. <laughs> for those of you outside America, in 1976, the country was 200 years old. So those yes. of you. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah I'll blah. send you a bicentennial quarter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's really funny. So who is getting a birthday shout out on a McCartney America. record? America. Is. America. And it. who knew that Dewey Bunnell and that those guys all had the yeah, same, same birthday? Birthday, right. Which is very, I'm sorry. Oh, it's America. Anyway, that's the By the way, uh, Letterman starts side five. Yes, we're now on side five of six, so don't worry, folks. It's not much longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we go, Although you'll enjoy we go, the album a lot. We, we do. You the go CD. back to Denny Lane after this. A big cut. With a album great, cut great buildup. It's just a little. Maybe the best slow. Denny Lane song out there yep. that he ever did as well. Yep. Slow boil up to this. And then Denny's Denny vocal himself, kicks in. Though, and yep. He says a little guitar, a little drums. Yes, I like it's that. just I don't mind really that. cool. I don't mind that at all. A little it's, guitar. Yep. Brought in really, 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 really well. I thought and this was just a hit at the time. You know, on radio, true. on FM radio, Absolutely. big FM song. You know, so he, right. in, when we talk about the side song. of hits, 
No, good you, point. That's right. It, it, it was a hit when they had FM AOR hits. That's true because you're now not only in this string of hits. You're absolutely right. You're now getting to three big FM tunes here. Yep. Wow, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So mixed in amongst the singles are the FM, the three big FM songs. How cool. Yep. So Time to Hide, great build of Denny's vocal, spot on. The harmonies from Paul and Linda rock. Joe is doing some really, really nice yes. little rhythmic shifting and changing here and there during it. Not approaching each of the verses the same way exactly. Really, what a hell of a performance of this song. I mean, if you listen to the background vocals, though, from Paul, when he says, baby, won't you let me? You get the rasp. And I had, yes. I'd never heard that before yes. until the remaster. Right. But you get the, right. baby, won't you get... I mean, you don't really hear it. And you think it's like... It's, the, it's, I, it works, though. I, I totally it totally works. works. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not, this is not a critique. It's no, no, a, an you observation. Hear yeah. You hear it, but this, yeah. it works because he's doing the background for yes. Danny. And it's perfect. And this song really? is rocking. And, well, and, well, and yeah. this is some of Paul's best backing vocals backing totally. Danny. Yes. You know, because he didn't yeah. do it a lot. You know, right. And you could... You could feel a real love for this tune, definitely. And uh, let's see. Now we go to Thrilly Love Funk, as he said. No, he <laughs> says right. it. He, he actually that. in rock shows he's doing like the Thrilly Love Funk. <laughs> like I think he was doing that to almost because he maybe was a little embarrassed by it, but it was a hit, so he right. had to do it. So how can you be embarrassed by one of your great songs? Uh, uh, you could, it could is go it a number great one, but song, it doesn't. It doesn't or is it's it... not a great song. It went number one. I know. That I, doesn't mean it's a great song. I think. Think about. I mean, we could do a whole show on the song. I think, and we should later on. Yeah, but it's one of his best bass lines. Yeah, it has. Oh my god! It's yeah. a true wing song with Paul, Linda, and Denny harmonizing and also getting individual, which you kind of lose a little bit. Yeah, uh, yes, in the, the live version. version. Yes, you're right. I, I, a little bit. They, it's they, still there. The live version is a little bit of a denouement. Actually, the on this. the horn section or plays denouement. very. Denouement. The horns live on this denouement. song are great. Is it Paul's best song ever? No, you know, obviously, but. It, to me, it's one of his most catchy songs. You also ever. you get that loses a little bit life. Yeah. I admit that you get some funk from whether it's Denny or Jimmy. You get some kind of good funky right hand rhythmic yes. playing on this. You hear that much better on this version than you do in the studio version. You miss the harmonies. The song just doesn't stand up a hundred percent to this live take. It, the love doesn't come in a minute segment is is balls to the wall that little brief bit. Well, that's because of Joe English. Yes, I love Joe English on this and, song, and it's and it builds really nicely to a killer ending when they come out and yeah. they're going into the ending. Mm. They're full throttle. Radio edit. Yeah, it's a good point too. Right, but it doesn't hold totally. It's a little more difficult live. That's probably yes. why. Yeah, it's... absolutely. Uh, well. We're going to get back to Paul and Wings and them being over America and getting us uh, over a barrel by selling us a three-disc set, but we were happy to buy a three-album set at the time. But it was a discounted three. Discounted three-album set, but God, it still broke the bank when I went in and said, I want to have the new Wings album. And it was it like eight ninety eight. It was eight ninety eight. No, no. Eleven ninety eight. I think. No. I think it was twelve bucks. No. I think it was thirteen. Uh huh. <clears throat> was it? Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wow. Well, that just took away a whole bunch of my allowance. So just for that, we're not going to review the rest of the album. Good night. Thank you. No, I'm kidding. We're going to come back. Right after this. Right after this break. I was going to say that. Well, I was letting go. Okay. The Fab Four Free-For-All cast will be hosting a very special charity screening of the Wings movie Rock Show at the Cradle of Aviation in Garden City on Thursday, May 30th at 7.30 p.m. Proceeds from the event will benefit two charities, Songs After Sandy and the Robin Hood Foundation, for rebuilding after Hurricane Sandy. Now, if you purchase a ticket to the event, you will also get yourself one raffle ticket for a drawing for a very, very special item. As you know, Wings Over America is being released in a super special limited edition deluxe box set. And Paul McCartney has sent us one signed copy of the new box set, and as you know, it's a limited edition, and this one is number 25. Now, if you can't make the event, you can still be part of this exciting raffle drawing by visiting www.fab4freeforall.com. Follow instructions on how to go to PayPal to make a donation, and for every $10 you donate, you will receive one raffle ticket for this incredible drawing. So again, thanks for supporting Fab 4 Free For All, and thanks for supporting our efforts for rebuilding after Hurricane Sandy.
Hi, everyone. Just wanted to let you know that besides Fab Four Free For All, each of the three of us are involved in our own individual projects. Mitch Axelrod's two books, Beetle Tunes, the only book about the cartoon Beetle show, and Little Billy and Baseball Bob, can be found through all of your good booksellers online, including Amazon.com, or if you'd like autographed copies, contact Mitch on Facebook. And my buddy Rob Leonard has a great Beatles show that he's been doing for 20 years called Beatles Songs, and it's on every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can listen to it online. It's streaming at www.ncc.edu slash WHPC. And also look for it on TuneIn.com. And Tony Truquardo is the host of 4F, free format for free, on WCWP 88.1 on Long Island. He's on every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And also at www.wcwp.org. Also available on TuneIn.com. And welcome back to our discussion of Wings Over America here on the Fab Four Free For All. We've come out of Silly Love Songs, which in our opinion, we all seem to agree, not pulled off 100%. It's okay. okay. And then we go to... A track I find the mix is a little bit wonky here. It is, but, but it's a great boy, track. It's a great track, and in the arenas, people's heads must have fallen off because it's just this so cooking. This song is so much better live. Yes, out of maybe the entire album, this song maybe maybe I'm amazed because that was a different arrangement in in certain senses. Beware my Beware love. Beware my love. You know, if you listen yep. to it on speed of sound. That takes that long fade in to yes. get going. Yeah. Here it just starts. Yep. And it changes the whole song, the way you feel about totally. the song. Totally. And it's, it, to me, it's a much more immediate song live than. Yes. Than wow, when you hit it. That's really then at speed of sound. Sorry, I didn't check your notes or anything. No, 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 no. It's, I don't but, have that, but I'm saying. I, no, it is I, immediate. It's a, there's an immediacy. Because you're think you're think right. about Think about if you, on the studio album, if you heard. Right in, right, right in with the drums. It comes no. right in. It's like wow. Instead, you get a. Yeah, but if you had that, boom. I mean, oh my god, you would have been like, oh, stop. Yeah, yeah. and it fits yeah. in perfect with this whole heavier side of the last two sides of this record. Yeah, where everything's and, heavy, and it's it's also. I mean, the the thing about it, and you know, I, I wrote in my note, this song is just unhinged. Paul's vocals are so passionate on this. Yes. He's totally getting off. The Jimmy solo at the end is smoking again, not up enough in the mix. It's the one thing I'm going to say. The remaster is gorgeous. Right, but they gorgeous. didn't remix a lot at all. Really. Unlike Nothing. the studio recordings of Paul's, which sacred. That's how Paul mixed it. That's how you have a lot more ability to go back to multi-tracks now where you didn't have the ability before. And do frequency breakups, do some changes, be able to do some things. I could have stood for a little bit of remixing. Well, you know what? I want to see what happens. We and we haven't seen it yet, and we will. But rock shows can be in five point one audio. Rock shows going to be in five point one, which and, means they went back to the original tapes. And don't forget, we are also hearing eight songs from uh, Cow the Cow Palace, the Cow Palace right. show. As a so. bonus track in the new deluxe deluxe right. edition of the the album. Yeah, but they're pretty muted songs. Uh, Let me roll it. Maybe I'm amazed. Lady Madonna, Live and Let Die, Picasso's Last Words, Bluebird, Blackbird, and Yesterday. I mean, that's not exactly the ones. That's like not them. the rockers. No, right. it's, no. it's right. the right. muted song. And interesting, but I'll be curious to hear Lady Madonna yeah. with that. Anyway, yeah. All right, so uh, Beware My Love again must have sounded amazing in the arena. And it, he he Man. he put it in the right part of the show too. You know, it's, yeah, I think so too. As, as a rocker, it, it rocks much harder than on the version on the speed. And, and then you come out of that and you're back into. And again, we were mentioning that not only is this like the hit singles area. This is the FM song area. FM was picking up, again, people say, well, Paul never got any respect. Paul never got any respect. I, you know, here in the New York area, FM stations were playing some of the McCartney solo stuff. They, they played did. some of the wing stuff quite regularly. I, I, oh, I'm yeah. not really sure why we've always heard this thing that, well, Paul never got any respect. Paul never well, got any wing, respect. Well, wings got airplay as wings until about... Until eighty. Until until seventy nine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Nobody, nobody played any. The FM didn't pick up anything from Back to the Egg. I don't think a little bit. Oh no, I think so. They played Getting Close. Oh, they, they played Getting Close, but that was the single. 
They played again and again and again. <clears throat> Did they? They, yeah. they okay. played spinning on. And spinning okay, on. Okay, yeah. okay. I don't remember. But after that, that, yo, what we know is album oriented oh, radio yeah. changed sure. and all of a sudden, like, well, time to hide. Oh, we can't play that. No, that wasn't a hit single. Yeah. That didn't chart. Um, that's well, not anyway. classic rock. So the next album track that's that's pulled out here is Letting Go. Oh, this... What a one-two punch with these in a row. Great band interplay. And this is the version that should have been, they did the song and then they remixed it for the 45, did some edits, made it a much tighter song. And I think on this version, they even made it more of a rock song than yeah. either version we heard before. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. And And it's, I don't, I don't like the ending, the whole do you feel like letting go, the, the repeats at the end. It's punchy as hell, man. It's just a great. It makes more sense live than on the record. I don't know why. You know, just something. Yeah. That's, there's, there's something about. Well, it seems plodding on the record. Yeah. It's, a little it's, like. Dum, dun, dum, dun, dun, that's just very plodding. That's true. This one, you just don't mind it. Who's on drums on the album version? It'd be Joe oh, English, bro. No, no, no. Well, seventy-five. It might be Paul, because Jeff Britton was out. Joe English was only in for a, a small part of it. It might be Paul on Letting it Go. Sounds like Paul. it sounds a lot like Paul on Letting Go. Yeah. So it very well could be Paul. Also, too, the idea of this song having the vibe of a live. You know, I feel like Letting Go. You're in you're a live on, venue. You're, you're in a live you're venue. You're all Letting Go. According yeah. to. Uh, our book here, Jeff Britton. Jeff Britton oh. is on. Well, that's what I say. Yeah, Jeff Britton. I knew had left during the the, the uh, sessions, yeah. sessions, but I guess already he's on that. You know, I guess that da 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 da. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit beyond Ooh. Paul's Maybe. normal thing. But uh, anyway, great live. And now, of course, we come into the big single, the biggest of all of the singles. Really? Not really. Well, I don't think this, so. What is this? The biggest single? Silly love songs. Oh, yeah, right, all right, all right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. The big single, the big single and of his people probably reacted, well, people did react to Band on the Run. It had been the big hit yes. radio-wise and also yeah. you know, sales-wise. Yeah, but. Band on the Run, the big single. But it was, only, it was um, three years old. It was old by then. Three years old. The, the intro to me is muted. a little lame sounding. Uh, no, but even the, I, I gotta muted. be honest though, the, even the, down, 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 the beginning yeah. is very low in the mix. Yeah, it's very muted. Almost like you said, like the piano in Lady Madonna. Yeah, it's, it's almost kind of like they're they're hiding the beginning of the song. Like it's yeah. almost kind of like, oh, the beginning comes in. Oh, the crowd goes crazy. Now you'll know exactly, you know. But the crowd doesn't even really go They don't nuts. really, they don't really react. To no. It's kind of weird. But the synth is a little bit lame sounding, Paul again, but Paul's vocal strong as anything. Once the double teaming acoustic guitars kick in, Better. the song starts to take off. Again, in spots, Joe English kind of shows you conceivably what Band on the Run would have been like if there had been a real honest-to-goodness band. This is the way the drumming should have sounded. His, well, his take on Band on the Run in particular has some moments where it's a little weird. No. I, I found. I found it better than Paul's drumming on the album. But you know what it is, though? It's weird. There are spots where poor Joe is trying to duplicate bits that were played by a non-drummer. Yes, and then doing his own thing. And doing his own thing. And it so doesn't mix. It no. doesn't mix because Paul is adding things that's normal that to wrong. him. Yes. They're wrong, but they're normal. To, he's they're hearing normal to, it in his head. And it's great. I mean, you'd, I love the studio version of this yeah, song. I, I friggin' love it. And, you know, Paul's a unique drummer. He's not... He's not great technically, but no, he's unique. but he's unique, and it's cool. And I, But, you know, poor Joe is stuck trying to be Joe English, this kind of real powerful and drummer. McCartney. And a good technical drummer. And to And sloppy Paul McCartney. And sloppy Paul McCartney. Kind of weird. Well, Joe should realize it's, you know, he should play a little more sloppier. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, Band of the Run, and now you get to, I guess, that's is that the, the show closer? And then you get to the first encore? Because we do fade out after Band on the Run, am I yeah, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So, we come out of Band on the Run, and, you know, everyone thinks- Your and, first bit of banter. And now, you're right, your first bit of banter, and- Fancy now, a bit of rock and roll. Fancy <laughs> a bit of rock and roll. Please no, play more ballads. No, exactly, please. <laughs> right, yeah, please. It's the end of the show. Play another ballad so we can, you know. Yes, this was the beginning of the encore. I'm, yeah. This is the last song. Yeah, so this is the beginning of the encore. We are back to, flashing back to 1972. I don't know if it was long enough between the closing of the show and the encore to have gone back and smoked a joint in its entirety, but 
regardless, not in its entirety. Not in its entirety. Well, based on how Paul good hits. runs back and forth off stage, I would assume it was the same. Yeah, that's true. I guess you could. He's go very. Back and, you know, he doesn't even get a drink of water. I don't that's think. true. <laughs> high, high, high is where you come in, and you get some smoking playing oh. by Jimmy, a kick-ass encore. This was just a great idea. And also, too, what's kind of neat is, isn't it now interesting that this song is following Band on the Run on the 2013 tour when we're about to get the remaster of this album? Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. interesting placement. I did not uh-huh. think about that. I did not think about that, young so, Tony. Yes. Right next to the Coke can. Yeah, right next to the Coca-Cola can. The placement, product placement. Um, but high, 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 high also, again... Is much stronger live much than on stronger. the studio version. Well, it's it's always been it. If you listen to the version from one hand clapping, yeah. Oh my God, it rocks the house. But it plays better live. Mm. Yeah. And it's body gun, not polygon. What what's so, a what's a polygon? I don't know, but that's what that's he said like it rhombus. was. It's ready for a, a rhombus. Yeah, get you ready for my rhombus. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> my polygon. My yeah, that's body what gun? he said it was. Get yeah. you ready for my polygon. My polygon. He, oh, no, I didn't say body gun. That's, no, that's, no. No, that'd be naughty. I, I said, was saying parallelogram. I said, get you ready What's for a body my, gun? my polygon. My you know, body gun, how you doing? I couldn't think of a good word to say, you know, so. I was going to say parallelogram. About, it's, it's also much more sexual yeah, life. I'm going to do it <laughs> like a rabbit with my polygon. I'm going to grab it like I'm a rabbit. Gonna, I, I was give you my rumbus. Yeah, I was going to say protractor, but it didn't rhyme, no, you know, and that would hurt. It anyway. does. Linda, <laughs> Linda came up with the term bodyguard. Did oh nice. Um, oh come on. Wow. So Paul gets high, high, high. So does the crowd. They go off second encore, and you're going to get helter skelter, right? And you're going to get no, very nice. not even close. You're going to get. I saw her standing there, right? Like a f- nope. no. Oh, what? What are you? You get, get? A, a totally friggin' unreleased song. Yeah, I know. I'm, which I makes the old, to, I know, I know, no, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, big yeah, build up. Like what you did there. Big build up. Build up. And like then the you get gun. like this freak show beginning, and you. At first, you think he's doing no. something bizarre. You get the the lighting and the yeah, wild. And you think he's going to go yeah, yeah. into it's, it's, love it. It actually the song matches what was going on totally. the stage. Yes, which right. I'm not sure what that wasn't the point. Right, it was. It's almost to show off the we're at the big ending now. Yeah. Right, here's what we you know we big arena show. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Which yeah. was a big thing back yeah. in '77. We're not we talking had the smoke going through the light. And yeah, it yeah, like, uh, looks yeah. great. That was We're, every band did it after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking of the scene in the Kids Are Alright movie with Roger Daltrey <laughs> marching in place with the lasers flying around him. <laughs> Freak show beginning to this. Who knows what the hell the song's really about when it comes down it's to about it. oily pants. Oily pants, I guess. I don't know. Um, Guys who work on the rigs. Soil my shorts. But uh, (laughs) nice after a McCartney show. (laughs) Well, you've sat through a three-hour show. I was soiled yourself yet. I was soiled. I don't ever need a studio version of this to be released. It's I've heard it. Pardon me. Yeah, with every time, every bootleg in the world, it's fine. But since this live version smokes, which I do think in some degree is about weed, but hey, uh, I mean, like the cat in satin trousers said, it's oily. That's like you know a little. hmm. Anyway. Uh, really, it's. Are you talking just about nonsense. patchouli oil, my friend? Uh, are you talking patchouli about the, when you ever rub your fingers on good? I mean, not that I ever have. Not I mean, you, no, not you, Anthony. Never would have done that. On not some me either. Good Lithuanian. <laughs> we just get down to like just get getting it right down. Just, you feel the. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting and, a little. And, it, <sighs> and you anyway. get that slight batch. It's just. Ooh, been, it's just. All right. Oh, anyway, we're talking about. Whew, sorry. Cigars. Sorry, getting a little flustered. Look at Tony. Anyway. Flashbacks. Really, the song is just nonsense. And, uh, oh, the colors, the colors. <laughs> um, and that's true, too. He was taking advantage of the fact that by now he knew the whole audience was stoned. So what the hell? Give him a light show. Oh, God. Um, sounds cool as hell. But what was the audience thinking? They were thinking, what the hell is this? He should have been doing I saw yeah. her standing there. I mean, it's fierce. By the end, Joe English is having a freak out right. by the end of it. I, I what think, is it? I think this song is probably placed at the wrong part of the show. No, where else mm, would you have put it? You put I think it? you would. I, I would have put the mess in here. I would have put. I would have put the mess. I would ended it. with high, high, high. Have band on the run be the two songs for the encore. Put solely before time to high. I mean soily. Soily. I'm sorry. Or Junior Swan. Or or you know that should have been part of the list. I agree with you there. Yeah. But I think this song. How many times would we like to go to a show where and hear a new song? Right. You know. So. True. Not me. 
True. I, I, no, I do. I, I love not I, soily. It's not new. It was nothing. Well, yeah, we didn't know. We that didn't know. Time. Nobody knew it wasn't new in '76. It hadn't shown up on any bootlegs yet. Well, yeah, but 76. the problem was that he did everything from the new album that was just released. Right. Soily wasn't on it. Yeah, I know. But so you right, get, you get Soily that's, being. That's why you put it in the middle of the show. Song. But you if it, it would have been on London Town, it would have been okay because then at least. But you he could have. If he said well, he has a brand new song, what's the problem? Yeah, that's fine. I think. I think if he'd said. Hey, here's a brand new song we'd like to try out on you, and put it you know towards the end of the yeah, show. But not where it as rocks. the closer. No, not as the closer. It right? works as the closer because yeah. we, it, it's been ingrained in our brain as the closer. Right. Yeah, but the I, I think it works. Um, it's funny though; he's never released a studio version. No, I maybe okay. thinks this is definitive. Maybe you have a few songs that you thought no, I did should already. have been. You did. Okay, I did them all. Mitch I did would. every night. Uncle Albert, Smile Away, The Mess, Too Many People, which he could have put in there. Totally. Helen no. Wheels and Junior's Farm. Last two, only been. last two I would have picked. Fine, be that way. I would have picked all of those. Thank I would have picked uh, Junior's Farm, definitely, which he did on the Australian tour. Totally. I think Smile Away would have been awesome. Every yeah. night, I I love the song. Maybe put it in there. He did put it on the 79 tour. So We'll talk a bit. The album was packaged beautifully. Right. Uh, really, really neat packaging. Well, I there thought. was a poster. It uh, came with a poster. Which was a tradition from McCartney. Put a lot of posters. From Venus there. and Mars came with two posters. Right, and then London so Town came with a poster. poster. Right, Wings yeah. Greatest came with a poster. Band on the Run. Band on the Run. Yep. Yeah, yeah I think all of them. Yeah. The beautiful yeah. color painting of the band. Right on the inside on, on the, the gatefold. Re- I would love Very to nice. see that as like a canvas now. I would too see that as a. But that should have been that should have <coughs> been on the deluxe deluxe version. You could buy the seriously buy the box set with yeah. a canvas print of the uh, the nice inside canvas cover of that art. That'd be real nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a really nicely done package. You went, you you brought it, you got it home. Yeah, you had to get up five times to flip the it damn thing. Didn't matter. Thing. It was all right. It was but worth the, it. but it there was, was long okay. sides. It wasn't short no. sides. No, and I think it, it was. Like I said, I think it's the peak of wings. I love the inside. The, the inside cover should have been the outside cover. I, That's I, what I never you said. Yeah, I, I never got that whole. Door opening door to opening cargo. Plane. What, well, yeah, you know it, why. It looked a little, little alien type scenario. Yeah, I right never knew what it was place. until someone told me. And then yeah. you see the door opening with the little, I understand yeah. what's going on. It, yeah. They're flying into every city and they're opening the car. Fine. Yeah, yeah, but this picture looks so much better. On, on yeah. I know on the Columbia version, it says Wings Over America, Paul McCartney and Wing on the spindle. Right. Because everything with Columbia, it seemed to be Paul McCartney and Wings. Right. right. On the so, spine, you mean? Yeah, on the spine. That's the only, one, the, the only time you saw that. And according to the version we have right in front of us, it also says Paul McCartney and Wings, too. It says Wings Over America, Paul McCartney and Wings. But we, the, a couple of things I want to just uh, bring up. First of all, all the Beatles songs were listed as McCartney, McCartney Lennon. Lennon. No controversy back in 1976. That's no right. made-up phony bullcrap about, oh, Paul and Yoko are fighting. Oh, because it's supposed to be Lennon John McCartney. John was alive. Yeah, John never even said a word about it. Right, he didn't thank care. you. He didn't give a crap. So that's the first thing. And on the reissue, it's still... Paul McCartney and John Lennon, which you know, doesn't bother me. Who cares? On the new remaster? Yeah. Yes, it it's is. Interesting. I yeah. didn't notice. Yeah. Yes, it is. The listing on all the songs now, it used to be McCartney for Paul and Linda. Now it says Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney. For, interesting. Okay. You know, so, and Linda has co-authorship of many songs. <laughs> now. Yeah, Linda had co-authorship of quite a few during, yeah, during so, Paul's career. Uh, whether it was assigned or part of, it doesn't really matter at this point. Right. Well, also, uh, the single... Was maybe I'm amazed, and the B side was Soily, right? Yes, right. which was a nice thing because ballad let, rocker, ballad rocker. But and also, if you didn't buy the record, right? These are the two songs that were totally different. Soily, here, here's your B side. There's your non LP right. B side. Right. That's and that's what's cool. It works very much that way. Uh, there was a promo copy which got re-released on Record Store Day this year, 2013. Yes, April 20th, 2013. Where it was a 12-inch single. A-side was stereo, LP version, edited version. The other side was mono. mono. But a fold-down, I believe. Yeah, it was yeah. a fold-down mo- uh, mono. It's not a true mono. Yeah. Most of that mono stuff was fold-down at that yeah. point. But the edited version is cut in between the guitar solo. Hmm. It's pretty well edited. Okay. When I was a kid... I saw that in the record store where the town I grew up in, and it was like $12. And I'm like, oh, my God. But I paid twelve. I didn't pay $12, but that's how much Wings Over America was when it was on sale. Right. I couldn't right. see spending $12 on one yeah, song. Yeah, one song. Yeah. Well, we've now talked a bit about the uh, cover art, and we've kind of, you know, 
given our track by track analysis. I, ha- I have to give a personal story. Oh, go ahead. That's right. You were talking about an anecdote. Wait, 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 wait. Ready? In the first part. No, it's not, it's not a oh. sad story. No, I'm no, just giving you a little sentimental music. When I was a kid, I used to do the lawn cleanup for my house. You know, I was a landscaper, and of course, you take care of your own house. And my father wanted to pay me in money, but for some reason, he said, well, let me get you something else instead of cash. So I said, okay. Cheap down. Right? If only dad knew at the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, we all, yeah. this, we all start somewhere as Beatle fans. Yeah. This is ground zero for me becoming a Beatle fan. Aww. I said to my dad, well, you know, I heard maybe I'm amazed on the bus in, in eighth grade or seventh grade, actually. And every day on the way home on WABC radio. Right. And so I said to my dad, I said, I want you to get me wings over America. And somehow he picked the right record. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go yeah, well, in and pick the wrong record. He was ready to give you five bucks, and now he's like, oh, I got to show out 12. Damn it. So, um, not doing the lawn anymore. Son, I couldn't find Wings <laughs> Over America, but here's a fine Perry Como record to get you. <laughs> here's a band, a band called- <laughs> Next the, thing you know, he's doing Como tracks, son. <laughs> I'm doing like, uh, I'm doing, uh, it's the Beatles with two E's. <laughs> you know? So he just went and got that, and I, like I said, I played side two, uh, the Maybe I'm a May side. So much. Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. I know where the skips are on the record. That's fun. Now, That's, I, ha- I have to ask this because I really genuinely don't know. We've known each other for 100 years. But what was your musical anything before that? I mean, you're saying nothing. eighth grade. So nothing. nothing. You were kind of like music was sort of in the I background. just listened to the radio. I just- Whatever run, was playing. Joey, run, Joey, run. Yeah, no, I didn't like run, Joey. Beach run. Baby, you know, first I like Beach class, Baby. I like Pilot, saying that whatever. Was the I like Pilot. Yeah. I, li- yeah. I, I liked radio. He, he, I liked yeah. Top 40, but I didn't listen to maybe- no, I didn't have any K-Tels. No, 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 but not no, having the, the K-Tel set list. Oh, I. That I, was it. I Billy, don't everyone. be a hero. Yeah, and, I liked and, all yeah. that. No, your season's nice. Chicago. Chicago. I started nice. listening to PLJ at that point, which was an album rock oh. station, album-oriented so you rock. Were, he was you getting, were starting it, yeah. What's yeah. The, ooh, that smell. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and then after that, you know, that was actually one of the first albums I bought afterwards. You know, that was in 78, but that was- What, Skinner? Skinner, uh, Street Survivors. Yeah. Yeah. That's because the, yeah. the cover, was they the took away the cover, right? and I went yeah. to Maze and found the cover with the fire on it. The now it's cover. back to being the standard yeah. again, yeah. but wow. they cleared it away at one point. Yeah, because of the- So this was my ground zero for- Interesting. Being a Beatles fan and Aww. leading to doing Beatles songs yeah, and this and Aww. everything else we do. Well- so, this leads to now pulling away the sentiment, but you don't really have to. You don't no, have to pull I don't, the sentiment no. of value. Let's give our rating of Wings over America, the newly Rem- remastered 2013. Remastered. I was going to go there. 2013 remastered. And, I, and also there's hmm. no silence. You know, some of the CD reissues, they basically took off the LP mask. Right, right. This right. doesn't have that. No, it flows. You know, it flows. So I turn to Rob Leonard. Well, taking away the sentimental part. Taking away. Stop it. I will. Oh, come to on. To give Rob. this a 10 is, is almost too obvious. Oh, I don't know. So I will give it a 10. Okay. <sighs> Rob with a 10, the perfect album. It's also Paul as a musician of the times, not true. As a great sits combo he's become. True. That's kind of cool. That's yeah. well put. Which is, Whatever. You know, the last time he did that was 79. Yeah. Interesting. Mr. Mitch Axelrod, your assessment. I'm going to give this a solid eight and a half. Ooh, really? I'm that a, little? Yeah. Ooh. What do you mean that little? It's not a four and a half. The remaster-wise, it's a 10. Remaster-wise. Okay. Everybody go out and buy the remaster. Yeah, You're going to love the great. remaster. It has nothing it's to great. do with it. I'm giving the album itself an eight and a half because, again, there are some choices which, while good and ingrained in my brain, like you gave me the answer and Richard Corey mm-hmm. and uh, and a couple others, I, I really think if he would have done different songs in place of those, it would have made it a 10. I like this album a lot. There's this not a critique saying bad. Eight and a half strong. But that's including the idea of not worrying about that, oh, this song could have been this song and this song could have been this. For what's there, you give it an For eight and a half. For what's there, I give it an eight and a half. Got it. Okay. I love the remaster. Okay. It's so funny because we, we've, we've done another recording. We, we do recording sessions, guys. We do multiple shows. But the last recording session, we hit the same numbers, too. I'm kind of like in between an eight and a half and a nine. Oh, I was going to do like that, but I could go like an 8.75 kind of thing. Strong I, eight and a half. I could give it a strong eight and three quarters, I think. Okay. Just I so enjoyed listening through this. It's not perfect. I think there are moments where 
It's not perfect, but it's it's close to being it's darn close. And it's it also I think represents Paul McCartney at that at time, that time at that which time. it's nice to hear songs he'll never do again. Right. And right. the only time he did them was on this. Tour. Was on this. Well, album. can I just add one thing? Yeah. No. I, I'll be the Columbo this time. Yeah. One more thing, ma'am. I will say this. He's released a hundred live albums since then. Right. But think about it. You, this is the only album where Wings is represented as a band. I mean, really represented. And the Beatles aren't, yes. so to speak. Yes. So in its place, I mean, at this recording time of 2013, in its place... Wings Over America is the perfect complement to every live album he's ever put out because it's the only representation of Wings as a band. Yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, nowhere else do you get, I mean, all you get Michelle a hundred times, you get Paperback Writer a hundred times. You never get Time to Hide. You never get Silly Love Songs. No, that's right. So, you know what? This is, it complements every other live album perfectly. Well put. All right. Did or I something like letting go. You yeah, said I eight and a half, eight, seven eight and a half, eight, 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 eight point seven five. Yeah. So, uh, we've looked at a very, very, very strong album, which was Wings Over America, the newly remastered 2013, in this two-part, two-episode remaster show. is just great. Uh, remastering is great. We will get to yes, the, the rest of it, the including stuff. Rock Show. Rock yeah. Show and the Deluxe, the Wings, Lux, over the Wings Over the World, in a different show. Yes, in a different show. Once we get the thing. Why do I have Lux. a feeling that's going to be two parts? Too. No, it will not. <laughs> no, worry not, folks. We just have to uh, be able to afford It'll, it. We're saving our yeah, money. We're saving it's our money. dollars the whole, the whole list of shows will be longer than the actual McCartney show when it happens. <laughs> Anyway, for Fab Four Free For All, if you want to comment on this show or any other shows, you know where to find us. Only the good uh, stuff. Only the good stuff. No, you can say whatever you want because uh, we don't care about any of it. Um, oh, I'm kidding. We love everybody I who listens. Care. We don't like anyone who doesn't, but we're uh, we're fair-minded. <laughs> um, anybody who doesn't, then <laughs> they wouldn't know. www.fab, the number four, free, the number four, all.com is where to find us. And us is me, Tony Triguardo, who has been your moderator Joined, as always, by my friend Mitch Axelrod and my other friend over there behind the glass, Rob Leonard. We'll see you all soon. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. Yay, me! Boo, bitch. (laughs) We're going to get Nancy and the kids booed, too. (laughs) Yay, boo. Like, that would be a first. (laughs) Um, Well, I was going to make a joke. I said, well, it wouldn't be outside the bedroom. I'm just kidding. Oh, (laughs) boo. Boo to Tony. Boo to Tony. No, my motto is it's been a long, long, long. Come on, man. It's it's been a long, long, long time, or it's been long, long, long. It's been a long, long time. Anyway, sorry. Who is it? Isn't there an old song from the 30s? In a long, long time. Or We're cutting all this out. I, we are, yeah. But because it's, it's, we're wasting time. Can we time to hide over here? It's time to hide over here.